SCNZ, three minutes past 2pm on your Wednesday of sport, 11th of January. I hope everybody's going well. We're 17 seconds away from the first race at Winton, which G's me up a wee bit. Matamata is racing later on, but we'll have plenty of sport in amongst a little bit of racing chat for your Wednesday afternoon, which we will be building up to more international cricket. The Black Caps, Pakistan, second ODI, getting under the way tonight, just after 10 o'clock here on SENZ with our cool team, which will be completely fired up. And the Black Caps, who will also be completely fired up for a little bit of redemption after oh, a niggly start to their ODI series. Hey, hope you've enjoyed your day so far, wherever you are uh, around the country. I feel like a lot of people are back at work now. I feel like a lot of people have just started to work their way back into the groove. We certainly have here at SCNZ. What do we have coming up on the show? I noticed that we've still got Godney McDonald's delivered, Joe or Jacob. Interesting, considering those were roles that were doled out on Monday and we are at Wednesday. But that's no, no issue when you've got the Macca's menu and Mick Delivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. So, today we're going to catch up with... What was that, Joe? Oh, sorry, I just said uh, Julian Anderson's locked in for 2.45. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. right, we're just, right. We're live booking, yeah, yeah, oh, my yeah. bad, I'm sorry. So, and Julian's talking some cycling. Some cycling and using the classic, the first stage just went off today. Mate, you should do um, the Macca's menu. I know, I should. <laughs> you should do the Macca's menu. Uh, we're going to talk to Julian Anderson then about some cycling, the New Zealand Classic. It's a great opportunity for young cyclists. They've, they've held it for a number of years now. Actually, a number of decades now. Wonderful job it does promoting cycling in this country. So we're going to catch up with him. We're going to talk plenty of cricket. How about the bloke that blasted 100 for the Firebirds yesterday? And we'll update you on what's going on in the Canterbury Central Districts for Trophy game. But yesterday was all about Russian Ravindra, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. As he powered his way to a big century, he made 113 from 102 in unbelievable fashion. Here's a guy who's had big raps on him for a very long time. I know he would love to be back in that Black Caps unit. Gareth Hall, SEN track, giddy up post. Well, he's over at the Gold Coast, tough life for G Hall, because uh, the Magic Millions sale's going on at the moment, and the Magic Millions racing... Well, that's where all the stars of the Australian racing scene are this weekend. We'll talk to him about what the hype's like off the Gold Coast. How about Pinner? Sam Pinfold, yes, caddy of Cam Smith. What's he ranked now? World number two or three? Or have they just completely said, you can't, you can't be in the world rankings because of your live connections? I don't think they have yet, but he is struggling for ranking points. And I know that really doesn't rub well with Cam or Sam. Sam Pinfold talking all things golf after four o'clock. We'll make sure that he tips us a couple of uh, horses at Matter Matter as well. No doubt Sammy Pinfold will be all over that. Blair Tarrant talking a bit of field hockey with the Black Sticks. Really looking forward to uh, catching up with Blair Tarrant. Find out how his summer's been going, where his focuses are for 
2023. And I tell you exactly where they'll be. Well, the World Cup's coming up in Chile. The game, the opening game is uh, only this Saturday. Spark Sport, there you go. So that's four o'clock. After five o'clock, Blair Chook. Chooky, yeah. One of our absolute favourite Kiwi athletes uh, from the far north. He has been... Well, enjoying his summer, but summer gets serious this weekend for Sale GP because the team is in Singapore. They get underway on Saturday. Uh, it's a huge day sailing. And how's this? The event that you want to be at, it's at Shapiro's Bar. There's a little bit of a watch party going on here with the Sale GP, the New Zealand team that they're, they're running. And it's because it's a 7 p.m. race. It almost feels like test match footy, test match sailing. Can we call it that? I mean, we are up against the Aussies, the English, the French, a lot of our test foes in rugby. 7pm sailing gets underway on Saturday night. I know what I'll be watching. I know where I'll be, at Shapiro's, drinking beers with my friends. And uh, I'd love for you to come along as well. Maybe we can be friends. There you go. That's 5pm, Blair Chook, to talk about the start of the calendar sailing year for him, the SailGP team, and where they want to be. That's the Macca's menu. I'd love to hear from you on 0800 150 811, the Makita phone line, rule the outdoors with Makita's power garden tools, or double eight double three, the temper bedpost text machine. I'd love to hear from you throughout the afternoon. If you want to tip me one at Matamata, I've got a couple that I don't mind, although the fields have been decimated just because of the nature of that heavy track. So scratchings galore. I uh, hope you put your bets on yesterday. No deductions this summer. All summer long at tab.co.nz. Hey, <laughs> what a promotion that is. Because I had a four-leg multi, and I think the odds equaled about 20 bucks. Maybe not quite that much. Maybe about $15. And I bet you if I put it on today, the odds would equal about $5. So that's what you're doing with the TAB. No deductions. And speaking of racing, Joe. Louis. I actually went for a trip to Ellerslie today. Yeah, I saw that. How's it looking? I fence, I jumped the fence. <laughs> it did look suspicious. It looked like you're all alone. It wasn't like someone was showing you around. No. It looked like you just jumped the fence. No. So if Paul Wilcox is listening, trespass me. Well, he actually, he did see your tweet. And he, did he? He did, yeah. And he gave you is a Is he trespass me? Yes, yeah. Oh. He was not happy. <laughs> Come on, Pete. Um, I'm curious. I wanted to see what the Ellerslie renovations looked like. Uh, if, you, if you don't know what's going on here, and, and this is just what I did with my day, you might not care. I'd love to know what you've done with your day. Double eight, double three. Save me from myself. <laughs> this is what I did this morning. I went for a dentist appointment, or an, actually I'm getting my wisdom teeth out. Ooh, sounds like a laugh a minute, doesn't it? Um, but across the road from where my oral surgeon is, is the Ellerslie Racecourse. And I hadn't seen the old girl for a while, old Ellerslie. And it's Million weekend next weekend. We've already gone through New Year's Day and Boxing Day with no Ellerslie. Pukekohe and Tarapa doing a fantastic job. And I just wanted to see what Ellerslie was looking like. And if you've missed this, I mean, it's quite incredible, really. Imagine, like, one of our biggest sporting venues being renovated and out of action for 18 months, longer, two years, I think it's going to be. Um, I guess Christchurch hasn't had a real stadium in about 10 years. Imagine Eden Park not in action for... 18 months. We won't really know what to do with ourselves. And Ellerslie is New Zealand's Eden Park. It's New Zealand's biggest venue for racing. It is the hub. It's HQ, as we call it. And Auckland Thoroughbred Racing is a, a newly formed entity, entity where uh, counties 
and Ellerslie merged their clubs, amalgamated their assets, did something that I know Bruce Sherrick and a lot of other smart racing advocates in this country have been crying for clubs and stakeholders to do. Look at what an asset is and reimagine it. Let's think about longevity. Let's think about prosperity. And Paul Wilcox, uh, Doug Aldersleigh, Mark Chitty, the crew out there at Counties came together and they've made Auckland Thoroughbred Racing. And, and the point of that is they sold that hill in Ellerslie, if, you, if you're familiar with it. Obviously the hill that we saw so many brilliant jumpers go over, and I know that was a point of conjecture, but it was for the greater good. And that was to create a, a big fund of money where we can renovate our track and we can race for sustainable high-stakes money in horse racing for a long time there in Auckland and in the north. And Ellerslie, Auckland Thoroughbred Racing, but the Ellerslie venue will be everything New Zealand horse racing in two, three years' time. It will be the hub. It will be where trainers and jockeys and owners want their horses to run. It will be aspirational. And I'm very excited. But for it to happen, they had to completely rip up the Ellerslie track. Uh, Did you know that Auckland is a volcano, Joe? (laughs) <laughs> I, well, I didn't actually, because you told me this like, a few weeks ago that there's all this like volca- volcanic like rock underneath. Jacob, did you know that Auckland is a, a volcano? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Most people did. Yeah. And what you see when you go out there is just tons and tons and t- literal tons of volcanic uh, rock that they've dug up from underneath the racetrack as they've built this new building this new Strathair track. It's quite brilliant. It's quite a sight. It was worth getting trespassed. If I have, I am yet to see proof of this, Paul Wilcox. So that's what I did with my day. Uh, I'm very bullish about the future of New Zealand racing in the north because of what they have done and Auckland Thoroughbred Racing has done. I think patience is needed. I know because I know the people involved out there, they won't rush the track. They won't rush this job they are trying to do. I beg them not to. I think we get one crack at it. I think we do it once. We do it right. And I think it makes New Zealand racing a far more sustainable and far more, I'll use it again, prosperous industry. And it all starts at the top. And the people involved have done a really good thing here. They've done something that I'm very proud of to be a uh, racing fan in this country. It does mean that there's no Karaka Million this year. We probably won't have summer racing there next year, I would imagine. I don't know that for a fact. I'm guessing, assuming. But no Karaka Million there doesn't mean the Karaka Million horses won't race. And next weekend, we have one of the best Karaka Million nights of quality of horse flesh all in one place at the same time that I have ever seen. And that is not a hyperbole. That is not exaggeration. The card we're about to see next Saturday night at Pukekohe, not Ellerslie, for good reason, at Pukekohe, is going to be epic. It will make you double take the fields. The prize money is going to be huge. The jockeys will be locked in. The trainers will be fierce. The horses, the equine athletes will be trained to the minute and ready to lay it all out there. I can't wait for Karaka Million. Not this weekend, the weekend after. Cam Norrie has won the first set against Jury Leheka from the Czech Republic. Cam Norrie. 
We're a big Cam Norrie show here at SENZ. This is The Run Home. I'm filling in for Kirsten Beeve all week. It's Louis. We've got so much coming up. If you missed the Macca's menu, I'll let you know what we got coming up a little bit after this as well. Glenn Phillips to score three sixes in New Zealand to win at $12 at the TAB. Get on that, says Tim. I'm double eight, double three. Glenn Phillips, I think he'll be scoring runs. Will he hit three sixes? Will we win, Tim? is the bigger question because Pakistan's bowlers were fantastic. We can debate what they'll do with that team, how their 11 will look later on. It's SCNZ, it's quarter past two. After this, oh, we got an absolute gem from you, from the kitchen.